2: Hey everyone, and welcome to Real Presence Live here on the Real Presence Radio Network. I'm one of your hosts this morning, Brandon Clark, joined by... Good morning, Brandon. John Clark. John Clark, we are back together again for our monthly show. We're excited to be with you. We will tell you all about it in just a moment, but as we do with every show, we must begin with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. This is the prayer for protection and healing. Heavenly Father, I praise and thank you for all you have given me. Please cover me with the protective, precious blood of your Son, Jesus Christ, and increase your Holy Spirit in me with his gifts of wisdom, knowledge, understanding, hunger for prayer, and discernment, to help me know your will and surrender to it more completely. Father, please heal my negative emotions and any wounds in my heart and spirit. Send the sword of your Holy Spirit to sever and break all spells Curses, hexes, voodoo, and all negative genetic, intergenerational, and addictive material, past, present, or to come, known or unknown, against me, my relationships and family, finances, possessions, and ministry. Father, I forgive and ask for forgiveness for my sins and failings, and ask that my whole person, body and mind, heart and will, soul and spirit, memory and emotions, Attitudes and values be cleansed, renewed, and protected by the most precious blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. Through the name, power, blood, and authority of Jesus Christ, I bind and break the power and effect in and around me of any and all evil spirits who are trying to harm me in any way. I command these spirits and their companion spirits, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, to leave me peacefully and quietly. Jesus, I thank you for healing the effects of these spirits in and around me. Dear Holy Spirit, please fill any void in me with your overflowing great love. All this, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, by the guidance of your Holy Spirit, Immaculate Heart of Mary, Spouse of the Holy Spirit, please pray for me and with me. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen powerful prayer powerful I just prayer. Love that prayer and very fitting actually for a lot of the conversation we're going to be having today it's really a day talking about spiritual warfare and how to battle and how to prepare for that battle and so I'm really excited for this John and uh, we've got a lot of great guests on you know including Father John Paul Gardner of the Diocese of Bismarck who will join in just a moment you know, we've got Honor Our Fathers. Who's going to win the donuts today? We know. We know. We do know. And uh, we will let you know soon. We also are going to be talking about this amazing rosary called the Warrior's Rosary. We'll talk, about the, we'll talk with the founder about that. And we will talk with Father Tom Knobloch about an upcoming event in the Diocese of New Ulm that you won't want to miss. And uh, talking about joy in Lent. Can we have joy in Lent, John?
3: I think a lot of it, yes, you can.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, because I think Bishop Fulda said that at the women's conference this uh, week, this past weekend. Didn't he, Eli? He's, he said you he could have joy in Lent, right? <laughs> anyway, we're going to have all of these conversations and, uh, and even just banter a little bit ourselves over the next couple hours. So we thank you for being with us here on real presence live I'm one of your hosts again Brandon Clark joined by Uncle John Uncle John and we are excited to have you So without further ado we have a very special guest with us Father John Paul Gardner of the Diocese of Bismarck Good morning Father
1: Good morning gentlemen How are Good you to t- you
2: Yes thank you how are you
1: I am trying to grow holier every single day
2: Amen Hey, Father, you know, the great part about having a priest on after a Sunday in Lent is when we've got questions about the gospel reading, you know, you're kind of right there for us to, uh, to ask them. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, in, in all seriousness, uh, we, we'll get into this, but, uh, you know, the gospel <laughs> reading about Jesus being tempted in the desert yesterday is very fitting for our conversation uh, in mm-hmm. in going to spiritual battle and talking about contrition and how we can be contrite for our sins. So, uh, first mm-hmm. of all, for our listeners who maybe don't know a lot about you, can you just tell us, give us a brief snapshot of who you are and and uh, what you do?
1: Thanks, guys. Yeah, no, I'm uh, Father John Paul Gardner from the Diocese of Bismarck. Here, I work at the Cathedral of the Holy Spirit, uh, and uh, I've been here for about no three three and a half years, I think. And I also work at uh, uh, St. alexis Hospital as a chaplain, uh, going around anointing and uh, bringing holy communion to the folks here. So, um, and I'm excited to always be on Real Presence Radio when I, whenever I can. I got to host a banquet one time. Banquet one time, that was really fun. Mm. <laughs> I love, I love, uh, love being a priest. Love being a priest. You guys, it's a great life. Thanks to God.
2: Yeah, well, thank Amen. you for your priesthood, Father. We we really appreciate that as well, uh, and for answering that Praise call. God.
3: You uh, recently wrote an article which is uh, really fascinating. It piqued my interest, and I, I really mm-hmm. it talks about being contrite and how one mm-hmm. can be contrite for my sins. And I'm going to mm-hmm. ask an obvious question, but um, what what is sin? I mean, what when when mm-hmm. does uh, contrition? Why do we you know when do we feel contrite? Why, what makes us um, search for that? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you know, good, good good, starter question, you know, because, I mean, the only person that's going to feel contrition is a person who um, believes that there is such thing as a sin and and a person that knows that they've committed a sin, you know, so you know, if a person doesn't believe that there is such thing as sin, that you can't really offend God or God isn't really offended um, or that they are are incapable of that, they're going to have a hard time. Understanding what we're talking about today. So it has to be, you have to be able to understand that, that there, there is such a thing as sin, that God can be offended, um, because there are certain things He asked us not to do. Um, there are certain things He asked us to do, you know, and so we can fail at those things. Um, and we, there's, there's a way of offending God, uh, and that, um, that, that's not a permanent condition though There's, sin isn't a permanent uh, condition it doesn't it isn't all-powerful. it's a very powerful condition you know, for, for a soul to be in sin you know the devil is very happy when we're when we are in sin that's what he's trying to lure our Lord into uh, in the desert um, in the, in the gospel yesterday um but of course our Lord is he's clear about about what he what, what sin is. And and wasn't going to be loaded that the evil one wants to keep us in our sins because if he keeps us in, a sin, in, in our sins, he keeps us from the, the love of God and participating in the life of grace that he wants us to, that God intends for us to, to have the fullness of happiness, um, the ability to love one another, the ability to love him, the ability to, to recognize <clears throat> that I myself am, am loved uh, unconditionally. Uh, so, um, sin you know keeps us from that you uh, know that life with god and uh, and contrition then becomes the the key to unlock our uh our what would I say like being in the prison of 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 sin or being under the the devil's thumb uh being stuck in, in in uh in that dark place where where sin leads us um so contrition is a, is a grace is a grace given to us in order to be free from um, that that terrible place, uh, the, the devil's power
2: so there's a challenge I see here, Father, and that's uh, mm-hmm. temptation, mm-hmm. right so in in the garden, right. the apple was pleasing to Eve's eyes, right and temptation mm-hmm. because it is, I would say a disordered desire, right it's it's Satan taking things that are good and wanting to disorder mm-hmm. them, you know let's right. just take the the sin of lust, right. God and our, right. our sexuality, mm-hmm. that's beautiful, and he wants to disorder that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so sometimes mm-hmm. things are sure. are pleasing to the eyes, you know, and so how, mm-hmm. <laughs> how do we work that out when it comes to contrition and and feeling sorrow mm-hmm. for our sins? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you
1: know, the, the devil is certainly going di- to distort things, um, I think. He did that with, with our, our Lord. You know, our Lord knows, knew that He was to be become the uh, the King of of the universe, um, and that all nations were going to be under His rule. And so, what did what did the evil one do yesterday in the Gospel? He he shows them all the kingdoms of the earth in one instant. Uh, he distorts it, and he said, "You can have all of these if you worship me, because I'm in charge of all of these kingdoms." Um, so he he presents you know himself the devil presents himself as, as the savior you know and and uh, or, or the one who's going to be able to give Jesus what he what he wants um, it, it always comes at, at a cost and a price and it's and it's always there's always a lie a deep lie attached to it and so <clears throat> I think when it comes to uh, what contrition helps us to do is it it helps us to humble ourselves <clears throat> and be honest about what we really did. Um, you know, contrition <clears throat> contrition w- shouldn't lead a person to a a place of scrupulosity. Yeah.
3: Um,
1: a, a, contrition shouldn't lead lead, lead people to uh, to beat themselves up. You know, it shouldn't shouldn't lead them to a to a place where they think that that they're just no good. You know, it, those things are are are, are a, a hindrance to you know to true progress and, and spiritual growth. You know, contrition instead is is an is a, a humble acknowledgement that I am poor, I am needy, and there is nobody else that can help me except, my, except Almighty God. You know, it, it sees through the the doubts that the evil one uh, presents to us, and and it sees it sees to the the only one that can help. Um, I think it's especially seen in the uh, the prodigal son. You know, the prodigal son. You know he squanders his his uh, inheritance in a life of dissipation. What happens is he's given a grace as he's there, wishing that he could eat what the pigs are eating, and nobody's giving him any. And he comes to his senses and he thinks, you know what, I I should try to go and see if I can can go back to my father. You know I should be I should go and see if I can get hired at his at his farm. That's that's the beginnings of, of contrition. You know, in a person's heart, is they they think. You know, maybe my father in heaven will be merciful. Maybe he'll 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 forgive me if I turn back to him. Um, and so it's it's uh, it's authentic. It's not a it's not a beating up of self. It's not a it's not a, a blaming others. It's not a scrupulosity. All those things are a hindrance to that 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 authentic conversion that's happening. So contrition is very <laughs> it's very powerful. It's, it's 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 honest. It's honest about what I really did wrong.
3: And it's and it's realizing that one is loved by the Lord that allows you to do Mm -hmm. that. And and how many times do we we get to a point where you know I know the Lord loves me, but I'm going to I'll succumb to temptation. I just have to keep Mm -hmm. reminding myself that. So that first Mm -hmm. step is to really realize that um, you know there's there's some place to turn and there's some place to to you know be contrite.
2: Yeah, well, and it says in the gospel yesterday, right, when the devil had finished every temptation, he departed from him for a time. And that really stuck out to me, Father, of this recognition mm-hmm. that the devil isn't just going to tempt and be like, oh, yeah, well, I didn't get him this time, and then, then like, move on, right? It's a, it's a constant mm-hmm. battle day after day. I wonder if you could speak mm-hmm. a little bit to that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I had to chuckle about that because it's like, he just left him for a little while. It's like at least he got, you know, the devil did depart. But the, you know, the devil's persistent man. He's going to be, he's going to be coming back, and he's going to be uh, tempting again. He's gonna, he's going to get in Jesus's way as often as he as he possibly can. Um, but we can see that our our Lord's disposition of of humility. You know, you do not tempt the Lord your God. You know. Um, that the Lord is going to provide; um, He's going to do it in His way. I, that I, we don't live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. You know, they, these because our Lord's disposition is, is humble and, and, and direct. The devil has to flee. You know, um, contrition gives us that that uh, that disposition of soul. Is c- contrition is the, it's a it's a virtue? A person can always be have a disposition of contrition, um, and, and, and this is a powerful way to live. It's a powerful religious way to live. Um, this is why a person that who's holy um, can even be contrite. Um, so Mother Teresa, for instance, goes to confession every, what, week, every two weeks, you know, while she's alive. Why? You know, you think, what, why is she going going to confession? She's holy, you know, and, uh, and yet because she has a, a disposition of contrition, where she knows that she's in need of God's uh, great mercy uh, at all times. Um, even though she's very holy, uh, she's able to continue to go to confession and, and ask God for mercy for even the slightest uh, th- thing that that she did wrong. Without being scrupulous, remember, you know, without beating herself up, she's she's able to to be humbled for Almighty God and and, and always ask for His mercy.
2: Absolutely. If you're just tuning in, we're visiting with Father John Paul Gardner of the Diocese of Bismarck. We do need to step away for a quick break, but stay with us because after the break, we're going to talk about this idea of having a contrite heart and yet falling back into sin and (laughs) what that looks like. Stay with us. Real Presence Live continues right after this.
0: Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Have interruptions impacted your charitable giving? If you feel like you have less to give this year or are waiting until you get through these recent challenges... We want to let you know about some creative gift options that won't cost you a dime this year. For example, you could designate Real Presence Radio as the beneficiary of all or percentage of your IRA or make RPR beneficiary of a percentage of your estate or specific asset. Make a bequest commitment gift this year without impacting your savings or investments. To learn more about the benefits of making a charitable bequest, Please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, the Executive Director of Riverview Place in Fargo. The blessing of our foundation built on faith and our sense of fellowship strengthens our sense of safety, security, and community. This is what the region has come to rely on at Riverview Place for the past 35 years. We'd love to have you join us. Call 701-237-4700 to set up a tour today or check us out at homeishere.org.
2: Hey everyone, welcome back to Real Presence Live here on the RPR Network. We're glad to be with you this morning. I'm Brandon Clark, one of your hosts. Hi, I'm about, John
3: Clark. John
2: Clark. Yep, thanks for staying with us. Absolutely. And we are visiting currently with Father John Paul Gardner of the Diocese of Bismarck about contrition. What that means, how we can play it out. And, you know, uh, as we get back into this, I, I just had this, uh, this verse come into my head, Father, of, from Psalm 51. And it talked about how a contrite, humbled heart, O God, you will not scorn. That's from verse 19. And, and even before that, it, in verse 18, it talks about, for you did not desire sacrifice, or I would give it a burnt offering you would not accept. My sacrifice, O God, is a contrite spirit. And that's such a beautiful phrase. I wonder, as we get back into this, can you, can you speak a little bit to that and what the psalmist is talking about and how that relates to our discussion this morning?
1: Yeah, you know, you talked about earlier about uh, about lust you know, and all. I think that that is the uh, uh, the sin that that inspired that psalm. Um, of course, David uh, saw uh, the woman and and then he, and committed adultery with her. And as he's contemplating his sin, and, and as he's filled with remorse for uh, the things that he's done wrong. Uh, the Holy Spirit moves in in the heart of sinful David and and inspires him to write sacred scripture and you know, I write these words of of contrition um, and you know it's really it's really the Holy Spirit moving in our heart that allows us to be contrite um, and what what that does is you can see from that psalm from that verse the beautiful verse that you read is that is that contrition is is like the key to the heart of God, like it, it unlocks for us, um, his mercy. It unlocks for us his forgiveness. That the, uh, the mercy falls down from heaven, uh, like the dewfall when, when our Lord sees in our hearts that, in our hearts that, that authentic, uh, remorse for our sins, that humility, that, that, that request for, for mercy. So, um, it's not, you know, contrition isn't something that we just, that we, something that we do just on, um, on the surface, you know, uh, the other verse that, that you hear a lot in, in, during Lent is, is to rend your, your hearts, not your garments and not to just rip, rip, just rip your clothes so that people say, Oh, he's repenting, you know, um, to just in, the, the contrition has to be internal, has to be in the, in the heart. Um, and so, um, I know you guys, were talking about my article during the off, off break there, you know, the, the first thing that we say when we, when we, uh, um, I wrote about it in my article in the, in the diocesan newspaper was, was about those three phrases when you make the old act of contrition. Oh my God, I'm heartily sorry for having offended you. But that first, those first words are so important that the, the, the contrition that I'm, I'm expressing to, to you, Almighty God, in this confession is that I'm, that it, it's coming from my heart. Um, um, Jesus says, "Come to me, all you who are, uh, are weary and find life uh, burdensome, and I will give you rest." I'm meek and humble of heart. You know that when we have true contrition, um, our hearts are meek. Our hearts are humble. We are. Our hearts are rent, if you will. They're. they're we've, uh, we've. We've. Uh, the the, the contrition is actually, I think, like a, a grinding of, in, in our hearts. Uh, it, it actually it's, it's it produces tears you know it, when it's authentic it's so beautiful as a, as, a, as a priest uh, to sit in the confessional and um just as a person's confessing their their sins all of a sudden there'll be tears and they'll see they'll see they'll often apologize to me because they're crying and I'm just thinking this is exactly what we're here for is is for these beautiful tears that you're having you know and and I'm crying and then they're crying no but it's, it's it's a beautiful it's a beautiful moment um, because you know that, that that authentic movement of the Holy Spirit is happening in their hearts, just like it did uh, in the heart of David. You know, a humble, contrite heart, O Lord, you will not spurn.
2: Yeah, you know? yeah, Father. You know, I, just just to build on that, we we had a women's conference in the diocese of Fargo, and we had a uh, three different mm-hmm. confession times this past weekend. Mm-hmm. And this, it was so beautiful. I was, I was helping just kind of direct traffic amongst the, the different priests and uh, mm. to see these ladies coming out, many of them, you know, tears of joy, but just having that sorrow for their sins and, and the cleanliness and the mercy coming down in that room mm. was so mm. beautiful. You know, I, my, my prayer after that was, Lord, let me have a sorrow for my sin as these women do, because I I can yeah. honestly say maybe I've cried once or twice and and mm-hmm. and uh mm-hmm. and, and that it doesn't mean I'm not sorrowful for my sins but but the the depth of the sorrow I saw in these women was so beautiful,
1: yeah, and that's that's there's so much power there there's so much there's so much conversion there you know another piece of my article, I was just talking about you know how how we can really you know defeat the evil one and his all his kingdom and all his plans uh if we if we can stir up in our hearts that contrition and that sorrow. Um, we think about, we call our Blessed Mother the uh, the refuge of sinners, you know. She never sinned, you know, so it's kind of a, a contradiction to think that she would actually be a refuge for people who are sinful. Uh, and yet, the reason why she's the, the refuge of sinners is because she herself stands by the foot of the cross and sees what sin does to her, her beloved son, and she's crying. The Blessed Mother is crying. And so her tears, the tears of the, of the Blessed Virgin Mary... Become uh, the source of salvation for the world. It's, it's a gift. It's the Holy Spirit moving to the heart of the Blessed Mother, her heart's being pierced, and 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 uh, uh, as Simeon foretold, and and it's through that those those tears of the Blessed Virgin Mary that that uh, that our hearts uh, can are given the grace that the water that we need in our dry desert, because our sins have driven us into the desert. It's her tears that help us to to say. Lord, have mercy on me, you mm-hmm. know, please forgive me for what i've really what I've really done wrong um and uh
2: that's so know. great
1: thank you, yeah, yeah
3: as I read your article, father, <clears throat> the more I read into the the phrases that you discussed, I just kept getting completely engulfed in it. There are two mm-hmm. more phrases that you discussed in that article. Could you touch on those two?
1: yeah, good, thanks for being yeah um. Remember that, so the, the second, the first one is the, uh, is that I'm heartily sorry. The second one is that I detest my sins. So, you know, remember it's not a, it's not a, a hate of myself, but it's, it's a, it's a hate for the things that I really did wrong. You know, that I can, I, I have full permission from Almighty God, uh, to, I have full license and encouragement by the Holy Spirit, uh, authentically, authentically from God to really detest my sin i i can really i can really say i want nothing to do with my sin even though my sins are alluring even though my sins you know are still on my mind even though uh it, it, they confound me sometimes i'm just kind of blown away with my by my sins whether the things that, that i have committed or sins that i you know i i, I still am tempted to commit if i Contrition has the power to give us the grace to 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 detest them and say, "I hate my sins. I don't want anything to do with sin." Detest is no? a perfect and word for that, isn't it? It is. Yeah, yeah. Why do you say that? Why do you say that? that I just that think it's the perfect word.
3: Well, because everybody hates everything. <clears throat> you know, you know. I hate broccoli. I hate getting up in the morning. I mean, hate is such an overused word. Detest. Uh, it yeah. it's, 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 it's it's almost to me seems stronger. It just—it's really focused on the sin.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're. Yeah, it's—it's it's not focused on anything besides the sin. Like the sin is what I'm, what I'm ridding myself of, or that I that I want to be separated from. Uh, so, and then that, that, of course, dovetails with that that next uh, that next phrase. You know, that I firmly resolve. You know, when a person sees how wicked the sin that they have committed, and they, they own up to it. That I committed the sin. And uh, and they and they're detesting that, you know. It's just it's totally natural to say, I don't want anything to do with that sin ever again. You know, I I just I don't know that I won't. You know, I don't have a, a you know. A, a crystal ball that says, I will never ever sin <laughs> again. But, but that would be nice. Yeah. Well, if you have one of those, yeah, well, RPR, let me know immediately.
2: Yeah. I, I, like. <laughs> I don't but think we, we do, Father. We don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and, and I just want to bring that up, you know, the, the firmly resolving, right? And then the recognition that we're fallen creatures and that there is a possibility that we might, you know, does that, are those two con- conflicting things or can we firmly resolve to not sin again even though they, we might. I, I mean, like it, it seems like it's a, it's an interior battle Absolutely. there.
1: Absolutely, you know. Remember, it's only our Lord can separate us from sin, so it's His prerogative. You know, it's His grace that keeps us from sinning. It's it's the prevenient grace of God that allowed the Blessed Mother to be to be completely free from sin. You know, for, throughout her whole life, she had to make those choices, but but God gave her that grace. That same grace can be given to you and to me that it's not a, it's not a an impossibility the problem is that we don't open up our hearts to that contrition that allows us to to detest them and then and then uh and then allow god to completely uh, obliterate them from from our lives we, we 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 allow the devil to come back in and tempt us and say yeah you know what if you know or or to put doubts in our minds and our hearts so this this Third phrase that I thought of in the article that that I firmly resolve really puts that the, the future sins in their place and says, you know, by God's grace, I don't have to sin anymore. And that comes from that contrition, from that that sorrow that comes from from my sins and the recognition that I, I need God's mercy. It's not based on my ability to do it.
2: Yeah. That, that's beautiful. So, we only have 30 seconds, but there's something you said that just, like, blew me away. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. I, I wonder if you can speak to this, because this could really play into our Lenten journey and having Our Lady lead sure. the way. Our Lady had free will, but yet she had the grace to choose Christ in, in all of the moments to, awesome. to remain sin, awesome. sinless. So, can, can you, just, mm-hmm. can you just, just flesh that out in, like, 30 seconds? Because it, it's such a beautiful point, and I really want to leave listeners with that.
1: You know what? I would say this, you guys. Throw yourselves completely into the arms of the ever virgin glorious Mary most holy. She will she will teach you exactly what you need to do. Ask our blessed mother for her intercession, for her help. Just say say it, Hail Mary each. we say it, every time you say the Hail Mary, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Just keep continually uh, ask our lady. She knows the way she knows way more than we know. You know, just throw throw yourself in the arms of our our mother. She's so
2: awesome. Mm, uh, Amen. Father John Paul Gardner, thanks so much for being on with us this morning. All right, guys, I want that crystal ball if you have a <laughs> Well, we're, we're still we're looking, really looking at it. it. We're still looking for it. We'll Eli it. might have one. He might be hiding only it back at, there in the production room. Though. Only at RPR. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you again. And if you want to read this article for yourself, just visit BismarckDiocese.com. Click on the News tab, News drop-down, and uh, you can see where this article is posted. That's It's
3: called What is Contrition and How Can I Be Contrite for My Sins?
2: Yeah, so BismarckDiocese.com under the News And uh, this article, highly encourage you to check it out. All right, we do have to step away for a break. But when we return, we're having donuts. Well, we're not having donuts, but someone is having donuts. One of our Honor Our Father's segments is right up next, and we'll find out who gets the donuts this week. Stay with us on Real Presence Live. Live, engaging,
0: and local, this is Real Presence Live